Hello, everybody. Welcome to this Xbox Live episode 488, E3 2018 post-show. I am one of your hosts, Mark A.K., Wingman709, and with me, as always, is my bestie, Rob. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hello. So, yeah, I'm a little dark today. I turned my lights off and opened up a window, and oh, I got a nice, cool breeze coming in. It was so hot in here. But, I don't know. I think I'm going to roll with the... Yeah. Uh, dark window tonight just and, don't do a batman voice okay <laughs> I, so, I can't handle that the entire show I, it'll look better this way no one has to see me <laughs> so what we're gonna do uh we are gonna jump right in this is gonna be we're gonna forego the normal stuff and jump right in this is gonna be all e3 we're not gonna go through any of our normal stuff uh we're just gonna talk e3 this week um and we are uh, just so you know, I know Rob and Rob, thank you. Um, we were going to do a show Sunday night. Um, I had a family medical emergency that I was dealing with all weekend. So Rob, thank you for doing an excellent rundown of the Microsoft show. Um, and since he did kind of a full rundown of kind of everything that happened, but he really didn't get to talk about it no, because he'd be talking to himself <laughs> and that's no fun. Um, we decided uh, we're going to get together and kind of go through a bunch of stuff. We're going to cover all the conferences, but we're only going to talk about things that Rob or I have an interest in. So, like, when it comes to stuff like Square Enix, don't expect a whole lot from me. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, so why don't we start with the first conference, which was EA. And the first thing they talked about was, of course, Battlefield Five, which is, you know, obviously a huge title for them. Um, did you, now, did you get a chance to see the EA conference, Rob? I don't know if you saw that them one. All. No, no, that one I missed. Okay. So they did talk about Royale mode. They didn't call it Battle Royale, but they just said Royale is Royale coming. With cheese. Royale with cheese. Yeah. Uh, Royale with a side of bombs or a side of, let's see, with a Panzer tank. <laughs> but they. <laughs> oh, they, Panzerati. <laughs> Panzerati. They uh, are bringing Battle Royale mode to Battlefield 5. But they didn't talk about it other than just saying it's coming. They're going to talk about it later this year. And they did say it's going to come with the Battlefield twist or the Battlefield style. So the game is still going to include vehicles and planes and tanks and all that, even in Royale mode. So I would expect it to be a, you know, that kind of formula that we're used to, but prob probably vastly changed up. Maybe you'll actually go in with your... Um, Maybe you'll jump in with your character and a and a, a loadout, you know. Where typical Royale mode, you start with nothing. I mean, we don't know, um, but they'll tell us more later. I wonder if some of that delay is them just basically trying to figure out what they're going to do. We're trying we to add it in. Battle, yeah, we need a battle <laughs> royale mode. What are we going to do? I don't know. Tease it. <laughs> exactly. Just tell them it's coming. We'll get it to it later. We can do it post launch. So. We don't need to get it to them, but uh, yeah. And I, I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not there on day one. But they did say it's coming. Uh, some of the new or it's, or it's DLC you have to pay for. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would say no to that, but uh, because they also said no loot boxes and no premium passes. So they're basically going away with the paid DLC and all DLC is going to be available for everybody. Um, kind of, which is a strange twist 
And it seems to be, I've heard that in several games discussed at E3 this week, which I found a little odd. Like, people are going away from charging for DLC, except for Call of Duty. <laughs> they still have yeah, their yeah. they still have their season pass. They're not dropping it. But um, but anyways, some new things coming to Battlefield Five is you can dive and and like smash and dive through windows. Uh, your defenses can be moved. Obviously, you're gonna have customizable characters. Uh, the game and again, like I said, no loot boxes, no premium pass. You're gonna pay one price depending on your special editions. Uh, but you will get all the content, and the game comes out in October of this year. Uh, and it looks great. Uh, it really does. I have no doubt that it'll be a great game. The surprising thing uh, that EA talked about was cloud gaming on multiple devices. They're already working on this. They said it's not ready for uh, you know, prime time, but they have this, I guess, playable on the show floor where you can play a library of EA titles on a cell phone, on a tablet. Oh, okay. Stuff like that. So when you say cloud, you're basically meaning like streaming, a streaming service. Yes, this would have to be, yes. That's the way I understood it, is it's all going to be streaming to different devices. So, But you'll be able to play EA titles on like a cell phone if you wanted. Um, I don't see us playing Battlefield 5 on an iPad or an iPhone, but yeah, I guess... Yeah, I, you know, I I think this is going to suffer from what a lot of these kind of things suffer from, or even just some of these mobile games, is that if the game was made to be played on a large format screen, for example, a 17-plus inch monitor, right? you know, up to 22, 24 is, I, I think, the norm now. Yeah. If it's meant to be played on that, it will be unplayable on a 5-inch screen. That's just my take. Yeah. It's too small. You you don't have the detail, right? And we have old eyes. At least I do, dude. I'm I think you do too. Struggling to read this in front of me. I should probably turn my light on. But anyways, it's coming. Zoom. EA's working on zoom. it. Okay. Um. Also, they mentioned now this part is for PC only, but they talked about Origin Access Premier. This where this is a subscription based service where you will get access to all the new. PC games that EA puts out. So kind of like Xbox Game Pass. EA's put one out for PC where you would get PC games. You would get access to the EA Vault. Um, and this is going to launch this summer. So if you're a PC gamer, this it's kind of like the EA Access on the console on the Xbox right now. Uh, you can get this as Origin Access Premier. Um, they talked with Respawn. So this was weird. And I will say this too. With like the majority of the conferences were weird this year, like stupid, like not thought out. Uh, several several companies just phoned it in. Um, really didn't have a presence there. Um, and some some of these companies you might be surprised when I tell you who phoned it in. Um, but uh, and this was a weird thing with EA. Like they're the people they brought in to lead the show. Like it was all awkward. It was ext- it'd be like if you if if like Microsoft called you and I up, Rob, ah, come host the show. We'd be up there going, um, uh, uh, yeah, Rob, what what do you think of that trailer? Well, that was cool, Mark. You know, I mean, it was just like, wow. It's just I don't know. It was very weird. So this lady sits down in the audience with um 
Vince Sampella from Respawn, and they're just sitting there talking about the Star Wars game that Respawn's making, and all he really gives out is the name of the game is called Jedi Fallen Order, and it's going to be out holiday of 2019. And uh, I guess you're going to okay. play as a Jedi. 18 that, that's, months. Right? That's about it. But he, like, they just sat there, and it was weird. Um, one cool thing that EA had was Unravel 2. Um, I don't know if you remember Yarny in the game yeah, Unravel. Yeah. So they came up and they showed off Unravel 2. Um, where you actually have like a partner, a blue piece of yarn. Like you use, you lose your spark, and then you team up with this other piece of yarn, um, and you can play the game co-op or you can play it single player. But you still have this other piece of yarn you're running through. And when they were done showing it and the gameplay and everything, which and the game looks awesome, right? I mean, the oh, first yeah. one was amazing looking. The game launched that day. It's now, available. That was cool. Th- yeah. There was there. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those. Hey, here's a game which like, oh, cool, Unravel 2's coming out. Oh, by the way, the game is done and available today. Like Surprise. Yeah, that was really cool. It's like that, that's the thing I keep hoping with like Crackdown 3, just gonna come out and say, Yeah, it's it's here today. <laughs> um and, and that didn't happen, by the way, but it did with Unravel yeah, 2. It, it, um Yeah, because I saw some discussion there's a, a picture that was posted in the Facebook group on it and I was kind of looking at it. I'm like, what is that? I, I can't quite make out what it is. You know, what, what game just came out today? Cause uh, they, they didn't mention the name. And then uh, I'm like, it kind of looks like Yarny just a little bit. Right. And sure enough, that's what it was. And I was <laughs> like, Holy cow, that's awesome. So the next thing I, you might like this one. It's a mobile game, so there's there's one for you. Okay. It's an I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna quiz you. I'm gonna make you work for this one. It's a franchise you know. Uh, to my knowledge, it's never been on mobile. It's an old franchise that I don't think we've heard the name in many years. Okay. It's a franchise that you have played back on early pc days um you would have played it as late as 1998 possibly not since then racing destruction set no you 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 played against your 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 bestie and tried to tried to call a victory even though i still had a submarine in a lake oh was (laughs) a total annihilation Oh, no, no, no. CNC? Yes, sir. Command and Conquer Rivals is a new mobile game coming from EA. Oh, okay. So it was was interesting because I was like, wow, they just pulled the Command and Conquer franchise. They had to dig that one out of its grave. (laughs) You know, (laughs) yeah, because they had a couple releases, and then, like, the latest release was, like, a browser game. Yeah, this... Well, now they're going mobile, and I was excited because it was CNC, and then I saw them actually play a match, and I was like, (laughs) it had it had commentary. Oh, is he gonna get the missile off? Oh, it's turning. Oh, he gets it. They're like, and I'm like, (laughs) really? (laughs) I was like, the commentators really made it worse. (laughs) But it's like you got the little harvesters out there, and. They can attack your harvesters, and if your harvesters are attacked, then you can't build anything. And 
you're trying to nuke each other's base and there's like this one missile in the middle and then three control points and if you own two of the control points then that missile and the missile just builds up like it's on a timer it doesn't you know and once it hits whoever has the control pads it launches automatically at your base or the uh, the enemy base and two okay. hits with that missile takes their base out and you win the game okay not a lot to it I was kind of sad to see that this was a mobile game. I would really like to see like Red Alert four or five. I don't remember where they left off with the Red Alert, but a new Command and Conquer or a new Red Alert game. Um, I, I'd play it on PC even, but uh, would love to see that franchise come to the Xbox. And then lastly, EA closed with a lot of focus on Anthem, which did get a release date of February twenty second. Uh, 2019. So that's not too bad. It's not. I it the the things yeah. I was seeing post were that people weren't happy. Um, I don't know with why the they game were or the release date. They, they weren't happy with the game. Like, oh, I don't need to play this no more. Whatever. I you know yeah, it's like whatever. This is going to be a huge selling game. Uh, it looked pretty darn cool. Um. I don't see why the negativity, but um, yeah, it, it's coming out February 22nd. I'll definitely be buying it. It looks cool. So, but that's it for EA. Okay. Um, now we can go at Microsoft. You know what? I'm going to leave. I think we should leave Microsoft for last. As we're going to spend. That's fine. Yeah. The, hey, cornbread. We're going to spend most of the time talking about <clears throat> Microsoft and that'll give uh, people more time to jump on. Um, so let's jump to Bethesda. Yeah. Dude, did you see this one? Yeah, I did. What the heck was with that freaking band? Oh, yeah. Get ready to kill. Get ready to kill. Get ready to The dude comes out. He's like, yeah, I'm so cool. And I'm like, what is up with this weirdo? Like, who is this guy? And he's all, oh, it was terrible. The band sucked. <laughs> the song sucked. <laughs> um, it was a stupid and horrible it's, intro. Yeah, they were like the mighty, mighty Boston's of <laughs> 2018. Of, of, oh, gosh, it was bad. Now, of course, Not they were. Boston's are bad, but these guys had that sound. It was like, yeah, it was weird. Um, so anyways, that yeah. was like a yeah, horrible I mean, intro. I, I think they were just trying to. I mean, I don't know if it's the theme song of Rage 2 or if it was just, you know, some kind of like gruff, loud rock and music that, you know, they were trying to put to the exploding cars and stuff. Yeah, I I do not know. But uh... and and before we t start talking about the games and I, I mentioned this in uh, episode, what, 46, 7 what 87 now 88 <laughs> we're on 88, 88 right now okay <laughs> they all run together so on 47 I, I mentioned this and they did a lot of swearing it was unnecessary you know I, you know th there's people that watch this stuff with their kids <laughs> yeah no i can't i the, don't <laughs> yeah not the bethesda not that the bethesda one you know is is totally kid friendly you know the games to begin with yeah. But really, it's it, you're not. We're not teenagers. At least the people that were on there aren't teenagers. Right. And 
swearing doesn't make you cool. It really doesn't convey awesomeness <laughs> either. And, you know, if it slips here and there, I'm not even going to say slip. I mean, if it's used here and there, it's fine. But it seemed like they were just trying to outdo themselves almost because there was one guy that just swore up a storm. And it's like, it's it's unnecessary. It's You're trying to be... Prof- this is a briefing. I can't see any other company outside of this gaming industry where in any kind of, you know, trade conference or anything, right. they'd be <laughs> dropping F-bombs. It, do, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I know. For, 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 for my work, we have Cisco Live going on right now. I'm not there. But, um, you know, there's all sorts of presentations and stuff like that. I mean, people be like mortified <laughs> if somebody swore in there. And here it's sort of cool. At least they think it's cool. And looking at the audience, when they pan across the audience, I don't see, you know, 13-year-olds in there that yeah. think it's cool. But I decided to mention that. I think it was a little excessive and, and unnecessary it, for It a always is. Show. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. I, and I... I don't recall if anybody swore at the Microsoft conference. I actually don't think anybody did. Don't hold me to that. I don't recall it, but I know Ubisoft did. Sony did. um, uh, Bethesda did. I heard the Devolver one was really bad. Um, I didn't, I didn't see that as an, uh, like I did. That's the one show I haven't seen is I didn't, I don't even know who Devolver is, but I know they're a publisher of some sort or but I have that one I haven't seen yet. I'll have to go try to find it. It wasn't on IGN. They didn't cover it. Um and it's probably on YouTube somewhere, but I heard theirs was really bad. But yeah, it's uh it, you know, I guess maybe they're trying to go, yeah, we're like we're like you. We're not just suits. We can swear too. It's like I'm 48 years old i don't need to i can swear it's not a big deal i don't i don't get thrilled off that pal (laughs) make a great game uh wow me with what you have and not what you you know not your words not your naughty words Ooh. (laughs) yeah but uh, back to rage 2 i will say this because i didn't like rage i i I played the original on 360 and kind of thought it was boring i didn't i just really didn't care for the game this, I think, has promise. It does look good. Rage looked good. Rage was an ex- amazing-looking game. The fact that Avalan- Avalanche Studios is helping them... Is it Avalanche Studios? It's Avalanche something. Um, the makers of uh, um, Just Cause. The fact that... And they did Mad Max. So the fact that like that pedigree is there... Avalanche Games makes thing, may make stuff that I like. And the fact that they are working with it on this game kind of gives me some, okay, maybe it'll be a lot better than the last one. Um, and the game, again, did look amazing. So uh, my interest is peaked mainly because of Avalanche being in it. Um, I dusted off my Switch today uh, the other day, and yeah. I had to plug it in to power it up because it was completely so dead. It's been, sitting, it's been sitting forever unused. Oh, wait, so are you saying that you couldn't switch on your switch? I couldn't switch it on. I had to plug it in and let it juice up for a while. Yeah. Then then it needed an update. <laughs> so I had to do oh. an OS update. 
then I was able to get into the store and download Fallout Shelter, which is free okay. on the Switch. And it's a game I've never played. I'm not a Fallout person, but I was like, ooh, free game on the Switch? Yeah. I'll try it out. So I actually spent some time playing it today. Um, it's, and it's free everywhere, by the way. Oh, is it? Okay. Um, Including the Xbox. <laughs> is Fallout Shelter on the Xbox? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You play it on your phone. You can play it on your Switch. You can play it on your Xbox. You okay, well, I guess I'll go find it on the Xbox then, okay? And and as there achievements tied to it? <laughs> Probably. Probably, yeah. All right, well, then I will because I was playing it on the Switch, and I was like, this is kind of interesting. I, I'm not sure what to do. Like, these alarms go off, and there's a fire, and like, yeah, but how do I put the fire out? And, and then, like, there's a roach infestation. I'm like, well, what do I do? And the people are running around like, ah! And I'm like, I don't know what to do, <laughs> but it's it's kind of fun. I was sitting in, uh, in my car outside of, uh, my wife had a couple appointments today, so I was sitting out in my car at both of them, just sitting there playing on my Switch, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Actually, I think the benefit of playing on your Switch is that it's a bigger screen than the phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so more real estate means more better. Yeah, but I'll have to check it out on the on the Xbox. I guess I'll download that tonight. Yeah, that'd be the biggest screen of all now, wouldn't it? It would be. Um, next, Bethesda talked about, Todd Howard came out. He talked about Fallout 76. Um, yes. And again, I'm, I'm not going into that because I'm not a Fallout fan. However, well, I'll talk about that later. Um, he did talk about they got, they're going to release a new IP for the first time in 25 years, and it's called Starfield. Really wasn't much shown. But he did say that this is a next-gen game. Okay. Doesn't that seem... Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, does that seem a little <clears throat> a little strange for someone to come um, out and say we're working on our next-gen game? See, does he mean, like, I think he next-gen console? That's next exactly what I think he's saying. PS5, Xbox... Is next whatever it's going to be called the next xbox yeah i that's what i think that they're working on the game which and if it's this early it'll probably be like available probably within the first year of the new consoles because both sony and microsoft have talked about that's being in the works so. mm -hmm. oh and devolver is uh makers of serious sam so thanks oh, mars okay um, and then lastly, they did, again, no date on Starfield, uh, but they also mentioned, Todd also said, we're also working on the game after that, which tells me it's way out there, but Elder Scrolls Six is officially uh, been announced. And that's how Bethesda closed the show. And I don't know if there was yep. anything in the Bethesda show that you, else other than that, or that you wanted to cover. Yeah, so with Bethesda... Um, Sure Actually, one is. thing about Todd Howard that I wanted to mention is that if if anybody's a listener of Extra Credits, that uh, YouTube channel where they talk about games and various other things, some history, or Extra Credits, Extra Play, I think they might have one more channel. But anyway, the, one of the hosts on there, I think his name is Dan, uh, he has sort of like a some kind of processing done to his voice and it's all cartoony and he speaks uh, with this synth 
synthetic, synthesized, altered voice. That voice sounds just like Todd Howard to me. Huh. It's really strange. <laughs> I'm like, extra credits voice. But I know it's not the same guy, or at least I assume it's not the same guy. Maybe it is. But uh, yeah, that, that that was an interesting thing I noticed. But um, I know there's a game you want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited about Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein Youngblood. And, uh, you know, they, they teased a little bit of information of this thing. It's set in the 80s. It's got um, BJ and Anya's, Anya's twins. And it can be played solo or co-op, so that's pretty cool. It looks like it's just uh, more of the same, you know, Wolfenstein goodness that uh, at least I enjoy. However, one thing I was kind of wondering about was that, you know, BJ Blaskowitz has these like awesome one-liners and and comebacks and and stuff that he says. I, I really hope that that somehow translates over to his daughters and and they maintain that because it brings a you know it you know the game is you know sort of violent and you know it's it's dealing with kind of a you know a harsh um you know situation and you know some of the, some of the stuff that goes on is like whoa you know pretty bad yeah. but you know i it's it's nice to have that levity a little bit of humor in there to kind of break that up and uh, i just hope that they that they keep that up. And this is going to be coming out next year. And I did have a little disappointment with, uh, with the C3. I was really hoping to hear something about Dishonored. I know it might've been a little too soon after Death of the Outsider. Uh, that came out not too long ago. However, Wolfenstein 2, the uh, New Colossus, I think yep. was the name of it. Um, you know, that released not too long ago. And they had Youngblood. Wolfenstein Youngblood, but uh, yeah, we didn't have anything, so I'm thinking that there probably won't be any kind of Dishonored content for like the next year at least. So, but hey, if uh, if we get tons of other great games, you know, then they can spend more time working on Dishonored three and uh, tell us all about that greatness next year. I don't know, maybe they put their dev time into the Skyrim very special edition. <laughs> Did you see that yeah. with Alexa? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I I was trying to figure out is this real or just a joke? I I took it that it was a joke. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's real. I didn't look it up. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if it was real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well that was a if I remember right, that was another video that had the swearing. <laughs> I don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not a prude. I I don't I, I do yeah, no kidding, you're not. <laughs> not speak cleanly outside of the show. But uh, in that presentation, it was a little overdone. <laughs> that dude, like, clearing his whole table off. His wife keeps walking in like, who are you talking to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. So interesting good stuff from Bethesda. Cornbread says it's real, so I guess if you have an Alexa, you can download the Skyrim Very Special Edition to your Alexa and play the game with your voice. Oh, wow. Um, so next is Square Enix. This will be one of the first companies to call in their E3. Um, it was pretty much just... And, and what exactly do you mean by call in, just for clarification? Well, 
oh, like they weren't there. Like it was just okay. nothing but videos. I, yeah. Um, it was it, it was just a video presentation. So yeah, that wasn't Basically, what we just tra- tra- traditionally see in a conference. Yeah. So it's basically what you could have watched on YouTube. Yeah. I don't even know if maybe there was people in a theater. I don't recall. Cause I, I, they had a projector. <laughs> well, that would have been it. Right. But, yeah. um, I watched everything. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, Paul, it, it's been, a. it's, I've had to basically blast through everything like today. Like, I, I tried to get pieces. Like I said, it, it's been a. I've been extremely busy with me, family medical issues uh, all weekend, so I completely like pretty much missed everything. Um, I saw E3 from the from the hospital room uh, on my phone, <laughs> so and that was constantly being interrupted because dealing with other stuff. So, but um, and other stuff I had to catch later on replays, and so I, I don't even know if Square Enix like. I couldn't tell you if there was a stage. I don't even remember with that one, but I thought they opened with some dude talking, you know, in, in Japanese, and it was you had to read the text, and they're like, "Thanks for coming," and so even like they weren't there, so it was just all videoed in. But there's only two games I even want to talk about with with Square Enix, and because it's right. the only two that interested me was Tomb Raider, uh, oh, absolutely, know, and Just Cause Four, so. Tomb, and I think I'm going to save Tomb Raider. I'm going to save that for Microsoft because I noticed sure. something there that I do want to discuss. The, Just Cause 4, I'm excited about. Game looks great. I, I've loved it. I never played the original Just Cause. I think that was an Xbox original game. Uh, but I did play Just Cause 2 and 3. 2 on my 360, Just Cause 3 on my Xbox One. And I am like stoked for another Just Cause game. They're they're just silly, stupid, over the top, fun, uh, blowing yeah, stuff up. It's just a blast. Uh, game looks awesome. It's destruction tied. <laughs> well, actually, it's oh, what do they call that? That thing that shoots out of his his like harpoon arms, or his, yeah, his not a tractor beam. Oh oh, um, <laughs> it's not a harpoon. A it's a uh, um. I'm like drawing a total blank. I, I just had it. It's it's not a harpoon. Uh, he shoots a thing and it brings stuff closer <laughs> to him. <laughs> Whatever it's called, a tether or something. <laughs> I uh, grappling hook. Grappling. His grapple. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, there you go. Because you could grab onto something and pull. Yeah, yeah. like a building and zoop, pull yourself yep. through it. Yeah, it's um, like grappling mayhem with a tiny bit of a story <laughs> attached. <laughs> The story, I can tell you what the story is already. Those guys are bad. We're going to go destroy them. <laughs> that's, that's all you need to know. <laughs> You're going to have weird uh, tools and play things to play with, fun gadgets and stuff along the way uh, to make cause mass destruction. But, uh, yeah, uh, it, it's I can't wait. I'll be there day one. That'll be a pre-order for me. Um, I don't know if there's anything else that Square Enix had that you were interested in talking about. Um, yeah, they had um, uh, that one game, like the Telltale games. What is it? Uh, Life is Strange. Oh, the Captain. Yeah, Captain. Uh, awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. Uh huh. And that that seems intriguing. 
just from, you know, I, I think it would be intriguing for people probably like of our age because, you know, maybe you went through some of that stuff, you know, where you're yeah. like a kid, you know, around 10 years old or whatever. I'm sort of assuming that that's how old that kid is. Like yeah. 10 years old, you have your imagination, you're playing. And, you know, it's it brings back, I think, some fond memories, which I guess might not be everybody. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, that, that looked intriguing. I didn't really play the... Uh, season one of life is strange but i heard that it's great but that was like a high school girl was the main character right i think and so yeah you know, here you have uh, a little a little boy so yeah i haven't played the, anything from life is strange either yeah so <clears throat> all right so the next show and the award for the worst start of any show, and this one was tough. Uh, I'll tell you that there's a, the the next one we're going to talk about after this runs a very close, very close second. Uh, I, I'm almost tempted to. You know what? No, they didn't get the worst. I got to go with the other. So these guys had the second worst start of any show, and this is Ubisoft. Um, they started with this just dance 2019 oh it was terrible man it was so bad it's like it had nothing to do with the game but it was just this whole like was it no, a panda bear dancing no, like, around and bands and characters and yeah it was all these characters <laughs> very like colorful outfits they started like in the alley outside yeah. of the, the theater yeah theater or the venue or whatever it was yeah. that they were at and they kind of you know worked their way in up on stage but yeah that was all the just dance characters yeah it, it was it was just yeah. a terrible i'm like this is oh i'm like and i'm just it makes me wonder like what are these people thinking uh i don't know if that was a room full of 14 year old girls and maybe it would have would have worked, but <laughs> I felt it it fell flat. So, yeah. But you know, anyway, I, so I suppose I, it's like, well, how are we gonna do a segment on on you know just dance? Was it twenty nineteen? I think. Yeah, yeah but how it, are we gonna how are we gonna do this? Let's just, start at the beginning. Yeah, let's make that our big entrance. It was just I thought it was crap. <laughs> so. But anyways, um, they then next, or well, then I know another the next game, I think it was the very next thing, was Beyond Good and Evil 2. Now, I've never played the first game, but I got to tell you, this thing looks, I have no idea what it's about or what's going on and why you're talking to a pig who speaks English, no. but this game looks amazing from what I saw. Did you ever play the original? Hey, so the pig is a cook, right? What if he burns himself on the <laughs> stove? <laughs> How does he smell? I he smell bacon. <laughs> Something smells good. Oh, that's me. <laughs> I, yeah, I smell delicious. Did you ever play the first game? No. At least I I, I don't think I I don't think I have. That was and a long time ago. I really confuse. So whenever I hear Beyond Good and Evil, I always confuse it 
with that one game from years ago where you have like that little angel and the little devil. I can't remember the name of the game, but it was something like good versus evil. Something like along those lines. Spy versus spy. (laughs) No, no, not, not that. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's absolutely nothing like beyond good and evil. So, yeah, it's, um, I, I want to see more on this game. They spent some time talking about like how creators can get their artwork or music or stuff into the game, uh, which I thought was really interesting. But I do want to see more on this game, and I'm very curious about it because you know the visuals of the of the characters and stuff was like mind blowingly beautiful. It was just like wow, that that's looks great, uh, and I want to. Even the world when they went into like showing the one of the worlds that you can play and I was like, wow, this just looks awesome. The next thing that I thought was pretty cool, uh, to me this was kind of mind-blowing, they taught Rainbow Six Siege. They they came out and I was thinking, why are they out here? Their game's like in their third year. So they announced that there's currently 35 million players playing, you know, playing Rainbow Six Siege, which I'm like, wow. Playing or played? Well, they've hit 35 million players. So you know that's from day one. Even if someone's not playing, they've hit 35 million different gamer tags, if you will, have played this game, which is still a huge number. Like, and, and to think that it's, you know, they hit that number in their third year. So the game is growing. That community has grown. Then he had this big, huge picture of operators behind him, and he made a comment. He said that that the the image represents ten seasons to include forty operators and nineteen maps. Okay. Um. And he did. And the, the, what I don't understand is he did say, or I wrote down. Maybe I misheard. I'm going to cross it out, but I wrote down all free. They're not free because I'm paying for every season. Um, <laughs> so they're, they're free with your season. I don't know. But yeah, um, if you pay. Yeah. But anyways, it's, it's 10 seasons. So they're planning this game. With, they, got, they got content, maps, and operators planned for 10 years. So we got seven more years of planned content on this game. That's pretty crazy. Like, I've never heard of a game... Destiny has a 10-year plan, but they're on going on to their second, you know, they're already on their second game. Like Destiny, like the world of Destiny, or they got a 10-year contract, but they've made multiple games. This is a single game that is going to be around for 10 years of content. Right. I, I just, if they actually do that and they release DLC 10 years after the game launched, it's like, who have who has done that yet? That's incredible. So the 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 okay. So sorry, boy, I've got the old man eyes. Uh, Spargo twenty seven says I haven't paid for a single season and only four guys to unlock. So the the characters are free. Uh, Spargo, are you getting the maps too? Because if if you are, then I'm curious. What are we paying for? <laughs> Why am I buying seasons? <laughs> um. So, all right, let's see what's next. Uh, again, so back to the stupidity. Trials rising. Oh, jeez. 
was that like the worst thing? It's just like, what are people doing? So the guy rides in on a motorbike. As soon as he rode in, I'm like, oh, trials, because he's like on a little motorcycle. <laughs> and he gets up on stage and then trips and knocks over the it's podium. Like, and it just, yeah. It, it, I, was, it, I was looking at it. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at it. I'm like, wow, Evil Knievel doesn't, hasn't been taking care of himself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, plus, I, I think he died. But yeah. <laughs> anyway. So be nice, Rob. Too yeah. soon. Too soon. And so, you know, but that dude was terrible. In, <laughs> yeah, he, he comes in, he's like riding this thing and and then he just like drops it. He just j- plop, just drops it in the aisle. <laughs> I don't you know, what's he gonna do with it? But still, he just drops it, walks over, does this fumble tumble and you know, smashes the foam board podium. And it's like really? Plus I think he was doing some swearing too. I it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> but Trials Rising, uh, it looks cool. And one of the things I liked about what they were saying was, I'm one of these gamers that will buy the game and I can usually play the medium tracks, and that's as far as I can get. They just get too hard. They get too complicated. I cannot play that game beyond medium track level. And there's a guy in the community, I guess, who has created, and I forgot what his name was and what his channel was, but... Um, he's like, I think he's a YouTuber and he created a bunch of videos and was like doing instructions on how to play trials. Well, they've now like hired him and he's doing like tutorials in the new game to teach people and to try to help people to get to higher levels in the trials game. And I'm like, that's really cool because if you can learn that and this works, you should be able to take those skills back to the previous trials games that you may have purchased and apply it there, and now all of a sudden you've got new content in the older games that you've never seen because you couldn't play them. They were too hard. So I'm like, that's awesome. I am all for that, and I'm excited to see it. Looks like they had, I think it was eight-player uh, online um, racing instead yeah. of four, so they've they've increased that. Uh, it looks really cool. Game looks awesome. Uh, I'm all yeah. I'm all I'm down with that. So yeah, I'm. I, I like the thought of trials, but it this game doesn't excite me. And strictly from the fact of, I think um, Dark Souls is like a walk in the park <laughs> compared to this game in terms of how easy this game is. Yeah. You know, I, I, I watch some people like do some of these levels on YouTube. Uh-huh. I sit there. I'm like, are you are you kidding me? <laughs> How, why would, first of all, these people that develop these levels are sadistic. I mean, they are, well, if you hit it just right at this particular angle and you do this thing with the stick, your your wheel might touch this thing and then you can bounce up. It's like, all right, I, I'm not going to spend 43 hours playing one level a million times <laughs> to learn to how to advance. bunny hop a bike <laughs> yeah yeah and i think bunny hopping it is probably one of the easier skills <laughs> i'm guessing <laughs> like I, I saw some of these where they just go and they like flip and they you know you bounce off of this thing and you go back and you do this and you know but i imagine it's a challenge it's an extremely difficult challenge for the people that love this game but i i just don't get it it's, the it's game just, is so fun but I'd love to figure it out. Well, and and real quick, 
I just wanted to say thanks to everybody tuning in here on a what is this a Tuesday night? Tuesday. Uh, Taco we've got Tuesday. we've got people on all three of uh you know Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube right now, all watching and commenting, and we appreciate you guys being here. All right. Um. So, and I didn't get a date, but it's coming. Um. Again, like I said, uh, I've had to blast through a lot of this. Uh, Division two. They were talking about. Uh, they announced that it, uh, raids are coming to Division two, which which I was. I can't remember what the in in. I thought they had that in the first division. I can't remember what they were called, but they brought in like they they added stuff where like you had to group up with people and it was like really hard to take on. I maybe they didn't call them raids, but they said raids are coming to Destiny Division Two. Uh, yeah, because yeah, they talked about them like raids. I don't remember those, or was it just that? Because the new one here is going to have eight player raids, or were they just smaller player? The, they were four player. Yeah. And I, I I don't know if they were called raids. I, th- I think they were called something else, but I still, you know, that Side seems missions. like a, oh, and I can't remember what they're called. I'll have to look it up or someone in our group might know it's, it's in the chat, but the, they were yellow icons and I've only been able to do like one and they were super challenging. Um, I think I went into the second one. I don't think we ever completed it. Maybe I did the first two and that's all I ever did, but, um, but anyways, raids are coming. They're going to have three free DLC packs in the first year. And with the Division 2, they're also planning for years of DLC. So it kind of sounds like, I really think with the success of Siege, that Ubisoft is kind of going to go down this path of, let's build a game for long term and support it. And the gamers will come. People will play. Um, build it and they will come. Exactly. And they'll keep playing. If the game is good, they'll keep playing. I need to play some. I need to go back and play the division. I really like that game. I don't like PvP in there, so I stay out of there. But there's so much stuff that that game is so much fun to play. I need to go in because they, they've added new air. They even added new areas that I haven't even seen yet. Um, I need to just pick that up one day and get back to it. They also showed off Skull and Bones, and my thought was, Rare just okay. got thrown. Rare just got called out. Uh, <laughs> Because I'm sorry, Skull and Bones looks amazing. Um, sea <laughs> yeah, of Thieves just sucks. <laughs> Skull and Bones subtitled "How to Make a Real Pirate Game." Exactly, oh. that, dude. The battles in that look so incredible. Just, I was just like, "Whoa, my goodness!" <laughs> like you are launching salvos, and you've got somehow you got rockets, and you've got like upgrades to your cannons that can like and you get specials like your cannons will just like keep firing somehow and it's just massive amounts of lead flying through this through the air uh it just looks very action-packed it doesn't look like you know the dude was spinning the thing and his ship was just like turning on a dime and i don't think you have to worry about sails and all that garbage so i think uh sea of thieves is um i think their days are numbered <laughs> people that want to play pirate games i bet you see a massive drop off on that game when skull and bones comes out yeah you had the sea of thieves appetizer time for the skull and bones feast well that's assuming the game's good (laughs) (laughs) we'll see we'll see what the execution's like yeah um then there was a game that it's called transference Hmm. i'm not it, it 
it it was it was it was interesting. I wanted to know what was happening. I didn't understand what was happening to that kid. Um, maybe I don't want to know. Um, yeah, but is... I want to know more about this game and what this actually is, because it sounds like you're going to play from multiple people's perspective. But it was it was weird. It was a weird thing that is like, okay, this is something I want to know more of. But I don't know. Might not be something I want to know more out based on what was. I don't know what was going on with that kid and his dad. Yeah, you know. I, I got to take that this was kind of like, you know, some filmmaker has, you know, like when they make a movie, they have like an artistic vision and then they make this game. I mean, this, this like movie or show that you really don't know what to make of it. And it's sort of like a work of art for the people that understand, you know, how to criticize stuff properly, you know, like artwork. Right. You know, some people look at it and they're like, oh, it's so amazing. And you look at it and it's kind of like, mm, it looks like you just spilled paint all over it. And I, I get that kind of sense, maybe not to that extreme, but it seems like somebody is just exploring. They have some kind of vision They're, You know, it's more about like narrative, ambiance, creepiness. And I don't know. It, I, I found the whole thing unsettling. I, I don't it's i mean for me it's like a, a no i will pass no matter how good it seems it, it's just weird or maybe it's just that elijah would freak me out or something i don't know <laughs> yeah it, it it's just something that i i'm curious as to what this is and how it's played you know it it probably is not something i will play but i want to know more about it so yeah. I'm, I'm curious on this one you know i could see cuz they're going to be doing it in VR, which is, well. It, I mean, it almost seems like it's a VR thing that it, you can it, also you, play non-VR. Right, yes. It, it'll be on, yeah. on regular consoles and VR systems as well. Yeah, and, you know, it's 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 going to be too creepy for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's I can't, it's, it's like, not Aliens versus Predator in, in no. VR, man. No, this is kind of like the mess with your head kind of thing I don't yeah know. It, just, i don't know if it's no a good. horror game or not but oh. it could could go that way yeah la- it might not be horror but it's a dis- it looks like it's a disturbing game disturbing it's just it's bad enough um and then the last thing they showed was assassin's creed odyssey i have nothing to say on this uh the game looks awesome as always i just lost interest i do have the the latest one i started it and I never went back to it. I think I'm like an hour into it. I just can't. I just lost interest in that series. But the yeah. game looks awesome. It takes place in Greece. You can play as a male or a female this time. Uh, the game comes out October 5th. So it's right around the corner. Yeah. You know, this was definitely kind of strange uh, when I was watching this thing. You know, because you know, the previous Assassin's Creeds, they had some kind of appeal to them. And even... The last one, Origins, you know, it was set in um, in Egypt. Egypt. You know, you had the character. I mean, it looked great. You know, it looked amazing. Right. And then you had, like, that, what, the bird vision, or I'll call it the uh, drone alphas, or the alpha model drones from today. <laughs> but, you know, you had the the aerial views and stuff eagle like that. Eagle vision, right? Isn't it eagle yeah. vision? or Yeah, something like that. You know, but... It was cool. It it had some kind of appeal, and watching Odyssey, I I don't know. I, it's 
maybe it's just the Grecian theme that I, I just, it, it doesn't seem interesting to me. It, it, it seemed kind of boring. I, I don't know. It, and it's hard to convey in what a five, 10 minute presentation on it. Maybe it was, um, you know, just the way that they presented it, but it, it didn't seem interesting. And, and I'm not saying I don't like Grecian themes either. I like Greek food right? as well. <laughs> That's neither here nor there, but you know, I, you know, I am a little fascinated with that time period and, you know, like the history and all is interesting. And, um, it just, it just fell flat for some reason. All right. So that ends that one. Is there anything else from Ubisoft you want to talk about? Um, yeah, they had the Nintendo guy on there. What Miyamoto? Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause, uh, didn't he also do Mario in addition to Star Fox? Pac-Man. So is that the guy? Yeah. Or is, Oh yeah, he he's he's yeah. like Mr. He's Mr. Nintendo. He's basically. Mr. Nintendo, yes. Yeah, that was kind of weird having him come out for Starlink. I just well, I just thought that was just Star Fox odd. is in the game. On yeah, the Switch. you know, I, I get that, and they presented him that um, toy. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, like, I think oh. that's a toy to toy uh, that I believe is like Skylanders. My understanding is that you will buy the ship or you'll have ships that you can buy or things to change on your ship for real and it'll somehow change in the game. Yeah. But I, we don't have 100% clarity on that. It seemed like it somehow knows what you plug in and where and you can move stuff around, right? Yeah, because they said but, they uh, afterwards they were talking about it being a Toys to Life game like Skylanders type of thing. And they yeah. were, they were thinking this, they think the consumers kind of burned out on that. Like in, Disney infinity has gone and Skylanders is gone and they've stopped making those things. So for, for these guys to pull this out, I don't know. Oh yeah. You know, just prior to the Toys R Us liquidation clearance, clear out, whatever going out of business sale, they were dumping like Skylanders and stuff, oh, like yeah. two bucks each. Yeah, I mean, you could have just cleaned up, bought them all up. I mean, they're very cool, even just for decorations. But you know, we've all got those. I know you've got a mark, and I got them in a big old box over here for my son. And you know, they're they're nice, you know, for like decorations and such. But that's basically all they become. They're expensive little knickknacks. And now they're trying this in a different way. So it's kind of interesting to see how how this all pans out. But <laughs> the thing that I kind of saw when uh, Miyamoto was given that uh, Star that Star Fox toy thing, you know, it looked kind of neat and everything. But he's like, "Oh look, Star Fox! I got a hundred of these at at home. It's like <laughs> I, I made these." <laughs> Like uh, a million years ago. Yeah. You know, this has probably been toyized a hundred times over. Probably. Over the years. So. But, uh, yeah, there was something else. Oh, and then they had the, the second funky musical performance of uh, 
of their show. So actually there's three weird musical performances that I recall. There's that one from Bethesda, right? There's the weird intro one with the dancing panda. Right. Right. And then they had the Donkey Kong. Oh, they had like a a band the orchestra rabbit. on the that's right, on stage. Yeah. And that was like weird. It was yeah. just you know, this guy's coming out and you know, I understand he's musical director or whatever, you know, composer, but you know, he, he's doing this thing and he's like a rock star. And then you see all these people like violin, flute, <laughs> guitar. It's just a strange combination. I'm not saying that the music's bad or anything. It was just such it a was, strange performance. It was. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what these people are thinking. I don't either. So, but yeah, the next company to phone their conference in was Nintendo. And oh. okay. So these are my notes on Nintendo. <laughs> I don't know if you can see that. Oh, you done already? I, <laughs> um, I, I, and, I, and it was just because I had to write something down. I actually didn't like anything, but Fortnite is free on switch now. So that I thought was good. Fortnite, you can play that on the Switch. Uh, Finally, a Switch has a purpose. Whoa. <laughs> Pokeball Plus. Um, it's like this Pokeball that has a button on it, and I guess you can transfer your Pokemon from uh, the game into the ball and take the Poke with you. I, Whatever. I, I don't know. And then Super Mario Party's coming out October 5th. It looked like a bunch of mini games that just looked stupid. And it was one of those marketing videos of people sitting on the couch going, oh, we're going to get you! You know, in a, in a living room that oh. nobody has. Um, and then Overcooked 2 was like the one thing I thought was kind of cool. Um, yeah. That comes out August 7th. It's going to have wireless local play and also internet um, for Overcooked 2. But that was it for Nintendo. Like, uh, yes, there was other things, but nothing major or nothing that was of any interest to me. So, and it was, it was like, I think 20 minutes long and they spent probably 10 minutes of that on super smash brothers ultimate or something like that. So um, no, hey, you get out of here. You get out of here. You go away. My dog is in here. <laughs> You might is see that, him. Uh, you is that see Triumph? Huh? <laughs> Triumph the dog? Uh, no. It's the going, I don't know Nintendo, if he'll... Come here. The presentation for me? I don't know. Poupon. I don't know. He'll fight me now. Come here. <laughs> if you poke, I can get his head up. There he is. <laughs> there. Say hello to the world. <laughs> That's my golden. He's uh, six <laughs> months old. It's huge. <laughs> he is. He, and he thinks he's a lap dog. <laughs> That's the problem. Oh, did you take him? I guess it depends please? on how big your lap is. <laughs> oh, great. My son's going to try to get him out of here. Thank you. You can close the door and then just let him run. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that animal interruption. Uh, you know, if, if Nintendo had that, they would have made their show interesting. Whoa. Who said that? <laughs> Yeah, so a uh, question you know, overcooked too if it's sorry, if it was multi platform. They didn't say, but I'm imagining it is. It's gotta be. I'm sure it is multi platform. Because they didn't announce console exclusive. 
There's only one company that did that. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah. But, so, you know, I, I vaguely remember last year, you know, when the switch was all over the Nintendo uh, briefing and, you know, then they had something to talk about, sort of, you know, they had their Zelda game, they had their Mario game, they had the Rabbids game and, you know, although the games I don't think were all released or they had uh, Mario Kart as well. Right. Know, I don't know if they were all released yet, but, you know, at least they had the presentations of something remotely interesting. To me, this one totally felt flat. I mean, it was just excruciating to watch for the most part. It just, yeah, it dragged on forever. When they started talking about uh, Super Smash Brothers, it's like, okay, Super Smash Brothers, I get it. Same kind of stuff. It looks good. And then they went through the full roster yeah. of characters. I'm yeah. like, are you kidding me? Yeah. You guys are, you can't fill your show with content. So you take up half of the show showing us the different characters, like all 75 of them or whatever it is. And they had like, oh, and here's the order that they came out in. It's like, come on. It, I mean, this this thing really fell flat. I mean, they, other than the Fortnite news, which is kind of nice, and I yeah. jokingly say now it gives the Switch some relevance. Yeah, because, uh, <laughs> like, I have a Switch. I, I'm not knocking it because I, you know, I'm judgmental or something like that. I have one. <laughs> it hasn't been turned on in months. I mean, I haven't used it. My son hasn't used it. And when a kid has no interest in it, yeah. You know something's up with the system. Uh, Super Mario Party looked kind of neat, but you know it. I, I don't see how people are gonna play this. I mean, it is like so gimmicky. Because on the Super Mario Party, that was where they had like multiple switches, right? Yes. Wasn't it like that you could like yep tile them together and then you know go from one switch to another to me that's all like tech demo kind of stuff like hey look what we can do right. or they're just trying to figure out new ways to use those joy cons like uh didn't they also have a thing where like you're pedaling a tricycle or something you're yeah you're kind of like yeah wiggling the joy con <laughs> it's it's like it's all gimmick it's all gimmick which to some degree is you know, the same thing that they had with the Wii way back when, you know, where you had all these like gimmicky things to do with those Wii controllers back then. But, um, I mean, I don't know. It's <laughs> maybe it would be cool for, you know, like one or two plays, but then I don't think that, um, Super Mario Party has longevity, especially if, if some of the games really benefit from multiple switches. Um, and then, you know, they, they went down to a whole bunch of games like what the Xenoblade, uh, Fire Emblem, uh, Hollow Knight. And it just, I don't know, maybe just because, you know, we're in an American market and, you know, they have these Japanese games with the subtitles and it's like, 
you know, it's maybe, I don't know, maybe it's not our style of game or at least it's not the style of games that I play. And there's just like no interest in it. And uh, I actually watched this one with my son. And I mean, he was being kind about it, I guess, uh, <laughs> tolerating me wanting to. I mean, he he loves the idea of Nintendo, but I think he's lost interest in Nintendo. Uh-huh. But he was he was watching it with me, but I could tell that he was like bored, bored. out of his mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and that's sad because that's who these guys focus. I mean, that's right. That's, that's their bread and butter with the 3DS, for example. And or let me ask you this. I, I know we're kind of segueing off of E3, but you know, Systems like PlayStation and Xbox, they have a target market. Right. You know, where I'll just say it's like older generations or, you know, or lifelong gamers. I'll, yeah. I'll phrase it that way. That might be a better way to put it. Is the Switch kind of like in limbo? It's trying to be this system that bridges generations but it's really not achieving anything you know they've got oh it's selling you know, a lot it's selling very well yeah it's nintendo still. they just nintendo i mean there's lifelong gamers on that platform um i've thought True. about this because like when i booted it up i actually just held it to the screen a few minutes ago i know you didn't see it but I have four games on there. Two of them are free, and I just downloaded over. I'm downloading Fortnite now, and I put Fallout Shelter on there the other day. I've only bought two games, and I don't even have interest in them. And they were the games yeah. that you know I thought I would like. And I I looked through everything they have, and I'm like, there's just nothing I want to play on this platform. And I was thinking about it earlier today. I'm like, what would I? What would get me to play? What it, What is it I want on this platform? Because I honestly believe if the Switch played xbox games i'd play it all the time whenever i would i would play it a lot more like you know yeah. when i and yeah i play all my xbox games on a big tv but i could see myself picking the switch up a lot more if it was like an xbox portable console so i don't know it's sure. it's just interesting that way i don't know what it will what it's for um and i i, yeah, I don't that's... think it's failing though no, no, it's I mean, it's doing better than um, the Wii U. Right. You know, they had the production problems. Or let me rephrase, not production problems, but, you know, there was such high demand that they weren't able to meet demand. And you can find them anywhere. Yeah. And they, I think they've gotten past that now that it's what, like a year and a, like 15 months later. Yeah. I think you can find them now, but yeah, it's it's just yeah, the the whole presentation was I'll I'll give it like probably the lamest of E three, and you know where you know I I understand like these guys that do these presentations like what Nintendo's that Re Reggie guy right Reggie Fizeme yep yeah so like you know like they do these talks about what's coming and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of them, they're, they're not, you know, they're not great presenters, for example, because, right. you know, it's not something that they necessarily do all the time. You know, they're, they're no Phil know, Spencer. <laughs> well, 
that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> you know, it's like, like you see Reggie and it's so like stiff and, you know, it's in a studio. If they phone, like, uh, did you mention that they phoned at home? I did. Yes. Know. Nintendo yeah. was another phone in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just, you know, it, it's like, you know, why even bother saving this for E3? Just throw it up on YouTube, throw it up on their website, like any old time. Right. You know, and maybe yeah. it's a money thing too, because these shows aren't, are they're incredibly expensive. Well, Nintendo doesn't put any money into E3 anymore. So, yeah. I think they're just tagging on to the ET time frame to, to release something. So, yeah. Anyway. All right. So, enough of Nintendo. Yeah. The, the lamest briefing in my opinion um i don't know i have to play something here before we go to the next one I had to because I'm about to go off on somebody. The Sony gets the award for the worst intro in E3 history. Really? Did you watch it? I haven't watched this one yet. I was actually going to watch it tomorrow. Oh, man. (laughs) Now I'm curious. So we start out in church or a tent made to look like a church which i guess is supposed to mimic a setting of a game and i don't remember i don't know his name whoever's running sony nowadays um because jack trenton's gone uh or, or playstation um comes out and first of all he's like oh so like basically he's like if you're christian then this counts is being in church this coming Sunday, so you're good. Like, that's all it takes. So right off the bat, offensive to Christians. Like, like really, dude? Um, then he calls out what well, I'm calling Banjo Boy. This guy comes out and sits there and plays the banjo. They don't even okay. discuss or show anything until they're five minutes and 51 seconds into the show. When they finally Banjo Boy leaves, and they show Last of Us Two, six so they minutes. They pulled a Nintendo. They went six minutes, five fifty-one, before they even did anything, really. So they spent, and now from five fifty-one until seventeen thirty. So what is that? Basically 12, 11 minutes, twelve minutes of Last of Us Two kind of like a walkthrough. Um, and, and it was awesome. I mean, whoa. Gorgeous, gorgeous looking game. But this, it, it starts out where, and it looks like they're in the same place of where the people are sitting live, like they're in this tent, church, tented church or whatever. 
and there's like a party going on and 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 the girl Ellie I think her name is is talking to someone else and this other girl and they're they're dancing and then they're then of course then they start making out I'm like okay so Sony's going after the LGBT community I got that covered so while these two girls are making out it goes into the scene of just unimaginable violence dude this girl makes Laura Croft look like an angel. <laughs> this, this woman, this girl, uh, is insanely violent. Like, I mean, just slitting throats and just. It, it, I was like, wow! I didn't realize this was such a violent game. And it went on and showed like the sequence of of her just brutalizing people and people trying to kill her. Um, a gorgeous game. I mean, absolutely stunning. It's Naughty Dog. I mean. You're never going to say anything bad about Naughty Dog. Um, and then it goes back, like, when that violent start stuff ends, it goes back to them making out and continuing their talk. And and then and, and when that ended, they were at 17 and a half minutes into this show. And we've seen one, um, one, one game. Okay. 17 and a half minutes, we've seen one game. So... You would expect them to go right into the next one, wouldn't you? You I mean, think? Well, you would be wrong. So Sony decided we're going to throw it to an intermission, and that's what they called it. So I'm like, you showed one game, and now you're going to an intermission. And they went to these table like outside with these commentators who were terrible. It, it was just so awkward and they were just kind of talking and, and it was with these commentators until 30 minutes and 45 seconds into the briefing is when we went back to the show. However, we were in a completely different venue. They took everyone out of that church tent, moved them to a completely different venue to then continue the, what they called a showcase. It was like the dumbest thing that I've ever seen. We are now 30, almost 31 minutes into this. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 30, yeah, almost 31 minutes into it. And then we get Flute Boy. <laughs> so there's this dude standing there wailing away. Not good, mind you, but on us on this wooden flute. And he does that until thirty, almost thirty-three minutes in. So we're thirty-three oh minutes into this w show. Was it even a pan flute? It was wooden, like zamphir. I don't know. It was a wooden flute, like a regular flute. No, it was not. No, it was more of like a wooden, not like a. It was like straight down, more like a recorder, but it was like made of wood. It was a big okay. flute thing. Yeah, maybe it's not even a flute. I don't know. I just call it Flute Boy. I don't know. <laughs> so he was playing until almost 33 minutes in. Now, at this point, then they entered, then they started, okay? The second game, we get to see the second game 33 minutes into this briefing. And it was Ghosts of Toshima, something like that. I, I may have got the name wrong, but game looked awesome. Um, it, it, and I think this one was by... I think this was the game that was made by um, the guys that did Infamous, Sucker Bunch. 
game. It was like a Japanese style game. Um, looked awesome. Looked looked really cool. Um, that's that's gonna be a a great game on that console. And then they cut to that, and you go back to the to the theater that they're in, and it's this big, kind of half C shaped or U shaped screen up front, and they then you see this banana playing a guitar. Like I'm like, what what is this? And then he disappears, and they go in and show this game called Control, which looks really weird. Uh, this is going to be a cross-platform, or I mean a multi-platform game, but it's because it's come from Remedy and 505 Games. So those are the guys who are making this game called Control. It's coming out in 2019. Then they went and showed Resident Evil 2, which comes out January 25th, and, and like the place went nuts. And I was like, isn't this a remake? Like a remaster or something? And I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. It looked like it. Um, and it's... Resident Evil 2. Um, so I, I didn't understand that. Then they showed this Trover Saves the Universe. It was this stupid cartoon-looking thing that just was, like, dumb. It was just... I'm sitting there going, what is, what is with this stuff? It was just dumb, dumb, dumb. Then they showed uh, spent a lot of time on Kingdom Hearts 3, which makes sense. Then they went to Death Stranding. And... This was, again, like another long trailer that may have shown gameplay because you got to see Norman Reedus like climbing mountains like for quite a few minutes. I didn't understand that. But then you see a whole bunch of more stuff, but I, it's like it was all cutscene. Like, like we still don't know what this game is. And again, no release date. There's still no release date. This is the third year in a row that this game has been shown pretty, pretty well, two years pretty in-depth. The first year was just the naked Norman Reedus, if I recall. Um, but it's been, like, big part of the show for three years in a row. Still doesn't have a release date. We still don't know what this game's about or anything. Uh, it just doesn't answer any questions. Um, and then they ended with a, a long Spider-Man um gameplay which looked amazing it it looks great spider-man people are gonna love that and then the show ended the the show ended so then it ended after an hour and 10 minutes so i went and deducted like all this time of the intermission flute boy banjo boy um and basically the show was it was less than an hour it was about 50 minute long with you know and that the like they hardly really didn't show much they called it in. Like nobody came on stage outside of the very beginning. The dude from Sony came out, and like that was it. It was all just videos. They, they phoned it in, and I'm like, you got Sony and Nintendo both just phoning in their stuff, doing just stupid looking stuff. You know, I, I, I just it was like this is not what we're used to. You know, this just didn't make sense to me, and I don't understand. How anybody, and of course someone got in an argument with me in our group. Uh, not an argument. We were having a pretty good debate the other day. Um, uh, and he was defending Sony. And I'm like, look, I, I get some of the games look great. And I just said Spider-Man. And Death Stranding looks amazing, but I have no idea what it is. And I, we don't know what the gameplay is. Um, uh, Ghost of Tsushima uh, and uh, Last of Us 2 look great. I'm not denying that they don't... That, 
they have games, but they don't obviously have a lot. This was the one of the shortest. I've never seen a Sony presentation like this this short, um, and with this few yeah. amount of games. And then oh, there was a lot of filler, a lot of fluff. I oh, mean, a lot of fluff. Like I, it just they waste. I mean, they didn't even get started till thirty three minutes. In the first thirty three minutes, we've seen one game, and that's it. Uh, and then they ended. Uh, they ended twenty minutes later. <laughs> you know, it's like, wow, there was not a lot of content. I don't, you know, so I don't see how anybody can say that they had a good show or they did good because it was garbage. Um, it was garbage. But there ends my rant. Um, I do want us to get into Microsoft stuff, and we're an hour and a half into our show already. And I do want to recognize your time, Rob. I know it's late there. So did you have any comment? Well, you haven't seen Sony. So so while <laughs> while you were talking, I've got it playing. Um, surprisingly enough, it was actually really hard to, f- to find <laughs> initially because when I searched for the press conference, all I kept seeing was just, you know, what Sony did good, what Sony did bad, you know, Sony in 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> maybe once... You take because I'm looking at it right now. I finally eventually found it. It was uh, one hour seventeen minutes on YouTube. I would guess after you remove the banjo and after you remove the flute, which I've got up right now. Um, and by the way, it looks like a bamboo flute. I'm well, bamboo is wood. Kind of, I said wood. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing it's some kind of uh, Asian flute or something. But anyway, Cubicle Lake says it's a Japanese flute. Okay, yeah. Which would make sense because yeah. it launched right before a Japanese game. Or exactly. Game, so. Like, once you remove those, uh, you know, the the sportscasters, once you remove the flute and the banjo, it probably is a 10-minute conference. Oh <laughs> well, no, I'll be fair. It was about 50 minutes long. So. I, was, I wrote times down because I couldn't believe how long I was like, wait a minute. And I was watching, so I was like, okay, how, how, you know, I hit the timer on the, on the video, uh, to see where we were. And I was just like, we're this far into this. And I'm watching, I'm still listening to Banjo Boy. And, you know, so. No, like, I'm, wasn't I'm good, man. At, wasn't good. Yeah, I'm looking at the flute video right now. And, and even The Last of Us, the, the thing that they showed on there, I mean, it's, they're, they're not showing off like great gameplay it's really just like showing off visuals and it's like slow scenes to let you kind of like take in what's what's going yeah. on around like right now i'm looking i don't even know what game that is where uh, it was right after the flute guy so the i mean that's that's the ghost of like, Toshimo. okay yeah whatever so it just spent like the last 30 seconds with him walking and he goes to the top of a ridge or a hill and he overlooks a field. And it's like, right. really? I mean, it looks beautiful. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, right. the, the graphics are stunning. But, like, watching this for, like, the last minute, I have no idea what the game's about. And I thought that that's part of what you show with these games. It's like, other than just eye candy, why do I want this game? <laughs> what is the compelling reason for me to buy it? What experience am I buying into? Yeah. Other than riding a horse through a field of flowing something. Oh, you'll you'll see. They show more. They show combat. Yeah. So But still it's you know, they can show the combat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just 
just that well, section actually i'm the last of us too was a lot of fluff the whole yeah, conversation before and after was like and i get what the point was yeah but yeah there, it was just like that was a long time it was just we don't have much so we're gonna give you know last of us two we're gonna give them 15 minutes because we don't have anything else they didn't even do an hour-long show not not and not that that's a requirement it doesn't that's not what makes a good show it's not your length it is the content but the fact that they didn't have any content other than a couple of games it was really weak so um so yeah it's just, looking at yeah looking at that one game and i again i forgot the the name of the game already ghosts yeah ghosts Just call it ghosts <laughs> yeah that section i mean here i'll I'll even include the flute guy. <laughs> so flute guy started approximately 30 minutes in. Yeah. And then the game finished up at looks like about 42 minutes. In. Yeah. It was like 10 minutes of that ghost game. So yeah. So 12 minutes devoted just to this one game. Right. To so, me, yeah. you're using up, you're killing time. Half hour in, or like forty minutes in, and you've done two games. That—that's yeah. the thing. It's like this is as nice as the game looks. You're not showing me anything, and 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 Last of Us has been around for a while. We've seen it previous E3s as well. So it, you know, I, hey, Sony fanboys can say oh they won, whatever. I, I don't care. I again I I'm going to uh I have not I have nothing against Sony. I want everybody to have a good briefing. That was terrible. Nintendo was terrible. Um you know, uh some of the other stuff was phoned in. Even Square Enix was like, "Yeah, I get that. You you know, you're not but Sony, Microsoft and Nintendo, I think should they need to come and party. Man, this is a big thing." And Microsoft was the only one that did. The other two companies phoned it in. And if and you know what that that could be fine for their audience. Um, I do. I think Microsoft and, it, and it's. I know we're an Xbox show. I, and and yes, I do like this platform a lot. I have a Switch. I just showed it to you. I'm downloading something. I used to have Playstations, but I never played them, so I got my Switch instead, um, which I don't play. But this year, Microsoft, in my opinion, and it is just my opinion, killed it. This was. I can't pick out anything that they did wrong. There were some things I will mention that I thought were weird, but it wasn't them. Um, but anyway, so we'll start. So they opened up with Halo Infinite. And I thought it was a really good opening. They got a new, uh, is it called Slipstream, is it the new engine. And it, you know, it looked good. It really looked good. We don't really know what it is. Uh, we don't know if it's Halo 6. Now, I think a lot of people are assuming it's Halo 6. But I'm my thought when I saw this was, I don't know if this is Halo 6. Because when you have a name like Halo Infinite, this makes me think it's more of, maybe it's going to be an online Halo-style game. Like an ESO Online or something like that. Maybe this will yeah. be a... Uh, like a long living game in the Halo universe 
you know, and I think that'd be cool. Now, I don't know. This is, it's just kind of the way I took it. I did not take this as Halo 6. What about you, Rob? No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm wrong or absolutely not. It's not, that, it's that not it's Halo 6. 6. Yeah. Okay. Did you think it's more of like a MMO type it's, of? It's something else. I mean, you can tell like the visuals have that like MMORPG look sort of, you know, it's, it's not, it, it absolutely does not look like a first person shooter. Yeah. Like when the warthog was driving, it was too bouncy and it looked a little not cartoonish, but it, 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 it looked different. It yeah. didn't, it, and, and even master chief when his helmet came down, now he looked great, but there was something about like, I'm like, it doesn't look like the sizing was off. Like it looked smaller than I would think it would. And it, maybe it was just the camera angle or the way it was pulled out, but the name and kind of the way it showed, and it's a new engine kind of makes me think of, you know what? They're showing us a next gen. Well, maybe not even next gen because if this comes out, I I'm thinking more MMO style of halo. A completely something that will you will constantly play but it'll be in the halo universe and you'll be helping master chief on his missions or you can go and do other things but you're going to be your own spartan and that that's what i kind of again i'm just you know that's the way i kind of came to me like that would be really cool maybe it's like that's what i would hope for but i don't believe this was halo 6 so but yeah but we'll let everybody know when we find out um, they showed 50 games at this conference. They showed off 18 exclusives and 15 world premieres. This, and I gotta, I'm gonna say this off off the hat, off the beginning. No elite controller. Yep. No adaptive controller. No avatars. No movies. No TV. This conference was 99.9% games. And I'll say why it's not 100%. Because at the very end, they did mention they're, they're working on the next hardware. So that's it. They, they, you know, they're already working. And, 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 and now stories have come out since then. They've already got a code name. There is a new, there is a new Xbox coming. Um, and they're sure. looking at 2020. That's... That's the info that has followed the press conference. Um, I forgot the name. It's like Scarlet, I think, is the name of the new console. Um, so, so yeah, but otherwise it was all games. So they, they showed, and again, I'm not going to list everything, but there was a lot of stuff that stuck out to me. So one thing was if you have Game Pass... Fallout 4, Elder Scrolls Online, and The Division are all in there available to play uh, as part of Game Pass now. Yeah, as of Sunday. Yeah, uh, yes. Um, and I'm going to try Fallout 4. I did download it. Okay. So I'm going to, I think I'm going to try that since I obviously Crackdown 3 is not available to play. So I have some time <laughs> on my hands. Um, they did show Crackdown 3. And they gave it a date of February 2019, which seems to have 
suddenly become a very popular time frame. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that listed February 2019. I was like, wow. But uh, Crackdown 3 was one of the games that, and I went back and watched this like three times. Uh, this looked weird to me. Like, it didn't, for the most part, it looked like Crackdown. Like, the, the visual style, the, the way it is. But there was something about this that looked like washed out um like it, it just didn't look right it, it it and i don't know if it's just because it's early but this the visuals didn't look right the the green orbs were like pale they weren't that green vibrant green that i remember the the it wasn't sharp it wasn't everything kind of looked like it had a faded look to it and it was really strange um, so I actually have concern on this game. Uh, when I saw that it did not get me excited. It actually concerned me when I saw what they showed and I was like, Oh boy. Um, and I'm a crackdown fan it, and this just didn't look right. So I don't know what to take of that. Kingdom hearts three is coming, uh, January 29th, 2019. Again, that's like right before February. Um, so yeah. that's going to stomp all over a bunch of stuff. Uh, Forza Horizon 4. Gunny wants to know, Rob, if he can borrow money for his February rent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Forza Horizon 4, Rob, coming out October 2nd. Uh, included yeah. in Xbox Game Pass. Nice. I was so stoked to hear that. I mean, <laughs> sweet. Yes. And even though we knew it, it's like, you gotta wait. You know, it's like, ah, they could change their mind. It's like, it ain't there till it's there, but um, the game looks amazing. Uh, the big thing that they've got changed in this is they're adding seasons. They have all four seasons. Uh, the game takes place in England. Um, yep. And the cool thing was like, like they showed going from fall to winter and like they were like at a lake and the lake froze over and now you could drive on the lake. Yeah. Um, and like there's, and, and when the seasons change, there's going to be like different events. Like it's not going to be the same events that you can do. Those things will change. There will be new things based on the season that you can do in the game. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, I don't know if it, I don't think it's going to mix it up enough to make it a different game than what we've played three times before. But I don't have to buy it up for 60 bucks. I don't have to pay 60 yeah. bucks on it now. I mean, I'm definitely downloading and playing, um, playing it. So, and, and I got to say, even if it wasn't in game pass, I would still pay the money for it. Cause it's still Forza Horizon. Yeah. It's, it's almost like an Insta buy. You just it's, have to. So, yeah. And so I was wondering too, like, you know, now that it's going to be going into game pass. So, you know, I imagine the majority of people are probably going to be in Game Pass and, and such and not going to be spending the actual money for the game, the $60 for the game. So are people going to be buying, you know, some kind of add-on pack, you know, that gives you, like, the VIP status, that gives you those car packs and stuff, you know? Good. Is that going to be how they're going to hook you? A little bit. I I don't know. I mean, I would imagine DLC, maybe DLC won't be included. I mean, we we don't know yet, like how they're yeah. going to handle DLC with the Game Pass. Um, 
like with Sea of Thieves, I guess we'd have to find out the what the Hungering Deep, I think, is what they called it. Um, oh, those two new ones that are coming out. So I guess those we'll two. find out if we get that for being in Game Pass. Is that included? Um, I, I would almost imagine probably it'll be included. What you'll miss out is probably the VIP stuff or the pre-order bonus and stuff like that. I, I think, yeah, I it, that's got to be separate because that like season pass stuff, it's not really tied to the game. And even if you buy like a gold or, or platinum, whatever version of the game, it's really just the base game plus the other stuff tacked onto it. You, you know what I mean? It's... Because all the all those components apparently in the store to me look like they're like modular and they can just be added on. Yeah. So I imagine if you're in Game Pass, you have the ability to play the game, but you technically don't own it or right. have a license for it. You can buy the season pass stuff or whatever they want to call it as an add-on, and you get that if you drop out of Game Pass you now have that extra stuff with a game that you don't own right and can't play unless you buy it right but with it being a microsoft title i'd imagine all the content's going to be there because that's they want you to be as uh you know they don't want to segment the market they don't want right. to do that and i think they want people in game pass that's a guaranteed money for them every month so to say you're going to get this, but we're not going to give you the DLC, I think you're going to get people like, well, forget that. You know, even though for me, I'd be like, I'm fine with it. I'll pay you 20 bucks for DLC if I got the $60 game for free. Well, you know, I, I, to me, it doesn't bother me, but I would imagine DLC and stuff's going to end up in there. Um, we'll have to see what to check on Sea of Thieves yeah. and see how that is handled. Yeah. Um, and the exclusive games are coming in a big way this shocked me bill came out so i want to preface this by saying sony made a comment about them having 10 they have they own 10 studios well microsoft upped it by one microsoft only had six they own they got minecraft rare turn 10 coalition 343 and there was another one on their screen it was like global something and i, I don't know what it is and i was going to look it up but i didn't get a chance so they had six studios. They just added five more. Uh, one yeah, of them is wow. Undead Labs, which gives yep. gave a state of decay two. Um, another one is The Initiative, which is the new spin up in Santa Monica. They're creating that's their new one. They're gonna come out with some quadruple A title games. Um, we also they bought Playground Games, makers of Forza yeah. Horizon, which is awesome news. These guys are good. Uh, they and this one really surprised me. Ninja Theory, makers of uh, Hellblade, like yeah. this this game was on the PlayStation like as an exclusive until just recently. It just came to Xbox, and now Microsoft owns that company. So anything these guys now make is come is exclusive to Xbox and Windows. That is, you know. Wow, yeah, yeah. that like just you just ripped out like the carpet under Sony because <laughs> this was a you know a big game they were touting and um, yeah it's uh, and I've heard a lot about Hellblade so this is supposed to be a fantastic game and then they weren't done 
They also announced that they bought Compulsion Games. This is the makers of We Happy Few, which is currently in game preview, uh, just about to release uh, the full title. Uh, that is also another game. Uh, so that again, you know, that looks like a pretty amazing game. And mm. for Microsoft to say they just went out and bought five, bought four studios and are creating a new one, guys. This is they mean business on top of the others. So they now have eleven game studios, all part of the Microsoft Game Studio family. Yeah. Um, we're gonna, and it's gonna take time, but. Uh, you know, uh, on top of the stable of stuff we have, this is some big, big, big name stuff. You know, the out of all those studios, I understand all of them except for Compulsion. I, I don't, that one I don't get. I, I don't totally see the appeal of that game. Maybe just me. You know, I, I played it, what, a year or two ago when it first came into the game preview. And, um, yeah, I, I I understand Hellblade. I understand Playground. I'm sorry, Ninja Theory, Playground, um, and, Undead and all Labs. those others. Yeah, Undead Labs because you know they made some. I'll call them hit games. You know, games that had a lot of buzz. Yeah, Compulsion. I mean, did that have buzz that I just ignored? I I, I mean, well, I, from I don't what, get why they bought this studio. Well, what Phil said was. When they first saw it, when they first saw We Happy Few, it was one of those things where they first played it. It was one of those games that stuck with them. Like, they were just like, and I remember, I haven't played it. I'm like, I, this isn't one, <clears throat> I didn't. I don't jump into the game preview program or whatever. Right, right. I, I want to wait till the game's done, because even when it's done, it's still not done. <laughs> They're always patching right. everything. But I want retail or, or release version um and i we happy few is one that i do want to check out i probably will get um because it it that whole thing about taking your joy and and not un, and like not like this this whole society not dealing with life they're Anything. just getting high on on this drug to try to like make everything look good um it's a very interesting it, it's something new it, it's not another on-rail shooter another open world game this is like out of the blue something different it's and not I a think zombie game it's it, for pirates well that we know of <laughs> yeah stop taking your joy maybe everyone is a zombie maybe that's why they're yeah. taking joy um but that's the thing it's it, these guys came out and it, it's one of those development houses that are 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 giving good stories something compelling something that is memorable and that's what that's what Microsoft needs. They need good um, games that people are gonna want. So, and I, I look at Remedy. <clears throat> they they were in the Sony show. Remedy yeah. has pretty much been making games for Xbox, but their games, Alan Way, Quantum Break, just haven't. They're not selling. So I can see why Microsoft didn't bother to go after them because. They make they got interesting stuff, but they have a track record of not really being big hits or big titles or things that people are dying to play. So, so is because they're making Control, right? That's Correct. The Sony game or the one that was in the Sony presentation. It's in the Sony presentation, is, but I would imagine is that it's Sony only. I don't think so. No, it didn't. It didn't. 
it didn't state that at the beginning. I'm sure it's uh, multi-platform because it's yeah, 505 just, Games and Remedy both, and both of them so, are third-party publisher or third-party yeah. devs. So that that is kind of odd, you know. After you know they were in the Microsoft presentation for a couple of years with Quantum Break, and yeah. all of a sudden the game you know, they didn't do well. Yeah, but well, still, I, yeah. yeah. But if you can't. If you've got a consistent record of you might have critically like critically acclaimed games, like people are like, "Wow, this is great," it's still got to it still has to sell. If it doesn't make money, then no one's going to buy you. So their thing now is okay. We're going to have to build on multiple platforms to try to sell more copies. Or, you know, what might have also happened as well. So at some point, Microsoft has to decide what is going to be in their show. Right. And they're like, hey, we've got all these games. Our presentation is now scheduled to be, I'm, I'm looking at here on YouTube, it's an hour and 39 minutes long. Yeah, it was long. <laughs> it's, you know, we've got to cut some stuff out. Sorry, right. Remedy. You, you get cut, and this company yeah. gets cut. You know, whereas other right. companies are struggling to, you know, even fill an hour. And here well, these guys are just loaded. But, but also, Sony might have liked, went to get remedy because they obviously don't have anything they had lots of time to fill and you know they can go hey we got remedy in 505 making a game for you know playstation you know and it gets and if remedy has the option to be exposed to a new market they're going to take that because everybody on xbox knows who remedy is playstation doesn't know so that you know they may have said no we're going to go over here but, um, yeah. and, and even the stuff we're going through on Microsoft, we're not even covering all of it. Like I said, they had 50 games. Now, granted, uh, probably half of them were in the, um, the, I, uh, ID at Xbox montage where they just show boom, 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 boom. They show about a whole bunch of games, but they still showed a bunch. Um, and there was stuff in there that is coming out that has been shown in ID at Xbox over the last two years, their montage, and it wasn't in this year's, but the game's coming out, I think, in August, and that's Strange Brigade. Woo! But, um, okay, so they showed Division 2. Game looks freaking phenomenal. Um, comes out March 15th. Uh, I I am so excited for the Division 2. I really like Division 1. Watching this makes me want to go and play it again. Um, the the battles and, and the dudes with the armor and them shooting pieces of armor off the guy and there's new tools and stuff in the in the game that they're using and it looks like they've revamped the interface to to make some things a little slicker and uh fighting out but in front of air force one oh yeah crashed you know crashed into uh in in a dc area it looked awesome i mean it, it was just like ah i can't wait to play sure so that's in march um, they talked about fast start. So this was the one, oh, yeah. it, it's not a game. So that's why 99.9%. This was the only other thing that really wasn't a based on a, a game per se, but fast start. So right now when you download a game, it's, um, you get the ready to play. So like when it downloads a certain portion, you can play it even though it's not fully downloaded and installed. So fast start is they're saying that. This is machine learning 
that is going to basically learn like I my understanding is the way like you play, Rob. So if you download Call of Duty and, and you're always jumping into the multiplayer, it's going to know that you are a multiplayer person. So it's going to download the multiplayer components first. And then me okay. is going to go, well, Mark is a single player Call of Duty guy. So it's going to download the single player portion first. So instead of like you waiting to download the portion you're not going to play and having to wait for the whole thing to install, it's going to learn how you play and download the portion that it believes that you're going to want first. And it's supposed to be faster. It, it's in, and they set up to two times faster. Um, and this is going to come in the June update. So everyone's going to have this available um, in June, but I believe it's going to be on select titles to start with. So it's not going to be every title, but there's going to have games that will have fast start. And then they even said over time, because it's going to use machine learning, it will actually get faster. So it, it will, this is something that as the technology gets better and the learning machine learning gets better, our games will, we'll be able to jump into these downloaded games even faster than we do today. So that's cool. Um, again, it's, here's an update to this console that we weren't expecting. Um, I did get this one so, right on my... So this was, so Mark, real quick. So fast start is for the initial download or is it like every time you it, launch the game? No, the initial download. Oh, like, okay. Like right so now, you I download a game. I with that then. Okay. Yeah, no, it's when you download it. When you buy a new game, sure, uh, mm -hmm. it, it's it's going to know which portion to give you which bits first so that you can get into the game quicker and not have to wait a couple hours to download the whole thing. Sure. Um, the one thing I did say, I think I only got one, and I didn't look back. Um, I had one... Where did we... Oh, did I delete those? I was going to keep our predictions. I think I might have deleted them. Okay. Uh, Halo Master Chief Collection is coming to Xbox Game Pass this year. Um, I did say that. I was expecting that, so I did have that one item right. <laughs> I think that was the only thing I got right in this whole conference. Um, uh, okay. And then they talked about other games that are going to come from, uh, from third-party titles that are going to be direct into Game Pass. Ashen, Warhammer, Vermintide, and there were several others they mentioned that when they release, they're going to be in Game Pass the same day. So again, they are, Microsoft is working with other uh, developers that aren't in the Microsoft Game Studios family to get their titles into Game Pass day and date as well, which I think is freaking awesome. Um, it just gives my money, you know, even makes it more valuable. All right. I need to get going here. Wow, we're at two hours. Tomb Raider. Yeah, we're actually longer than every E3 presentation right now. Yeah. <laughs> Even Microsoft's. <laughs> That's true. We're right now we're longer than Microsoft and Nintendo combined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give Plus it enough relevant content of Sony. Now, oh. and then if if uh you play your flute and I'll go play the banjo, banjo. here, then we can we can cover Sony. Um <laughs> So they showed Tomb Raider, and again, this was another one I watched, and I was like, what is wrong with the the visuals here? Like, there was parts of the Tomb Raider trailer they showed where it looked like gameplay, and then all of a sudden it was more like, almost like a comic book 
animation. It didn't look right. Like parts of it didn't match up. Like I'm like, wait a minute. This is, it's almost like if they were mixing like an earlier build with like a later build where it didn't have all the bells and whistles graphically added to it, but it was in the trailer. Do you know, does that make sense? Or did you see that? No, it doesn't. No. Maybe it's just me because that's two two of them. I'm like, wait a minute, this doesn't even look right. I I would ask that. I would ask that others go back and take a look, watch watch the Microsoft's Tomb Raider, and, and just see if you notice because it did it, it seemed so obvious to me. Like like wait a minute, it doesn't even look right. And then like okay, that looks like and you know that looks like what I expect. And then the next image, it's like that looks like not the same quality not the same level of quality it just was weird um i'm watching it right now and i don't i don't see that uh it was weird it just didn't i don't know but uh yeah and then uh, like there was one spot where she had like mud on her face and she was standing behind someone and it was just it didn't look right it didn't look is like realistic as other parts of it. Um, when I saw the demo in the was it Square Enix show, like theirs looked great, like the whole thing looked great. But in the Microsoft one, I thought it looked weird. It didn't like parts of it. Um, so oh. I'm not sure. How how did you watch it? Was it on like YouTube or was it Mixer? Or? I was on the IGN app on the Xbox, okay. and it could hmm. be that. It could be the way, and that's why I'm saying maybe it was the way I was watching it. Um, maybe they were, maybe the feed wasn't a 4K feed, you know. That uh, yeah, could be. I, I should watch it on my computer back through Mixer or or even the Xbox YouTube page should have it, and maybe it'll look better. Um, but I do want to say real quickly, in the Square Enix, and I posted this, I think, on our Facebook group, so <laughs> they're doing this gameplay and she's sneaking through the grass, and there's like a dude. There's two guys standing out in the jungle, and the one guy's like, "Oh, what's the passcode?" And, and you know, he's on a computer, and the other guy tells him. And then the guy that told him the passcode walks away, right? Or she she shoots like an arrow somewhere, and he's like, "Oh, uh, I'm coming." So he goes over there, and she, then she kills the guy that was at the computer. Well, then the other guy comes back, and he goes, "Whoa, body, dead body. It looks fresh." I'm like. You were just talking to the guy. <laughs> like, I was like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I just, I'm like, can Friends you imagine dead. turning around and go, oh, that looks fresh. I think he's dead. You know, like, like you just come across the body and I'm like, you were just talking to him. I, it just struck me as so humorous. Like, wow, that's, that's bad. That's bad uh, audio. <laughs> Yeah, but it's still it's nitpicking, but it was something I'm like, that's the first thing I thought of, you know, when they said that. So um, they showed off Dying Light 2, uh, which is interesting because, like, you're going to be able to partner with certain groups in the game. And like, if you go and partner with the people that supply the water or they have water, like it alters the world like you, you well, it'll change the game. It'll change, and there's a whole bunch of decisions that you can make in this game that will actually alter the physical world and, and, and things that happen in it. So that's going to be interesting, I think. Um, 
Battletoads was announced, which is interesting because I think two years ago, Phil Spencer had a Battletoads t-shirt on and everybody's yeah. been waiting for Bat Game and it was announced. Um, so that's coming. They didn't show anything, but uh, it's official. Just Cause 4 they talked about. And um, then they went into Gears, Gears of War. And there's three Gears of War games coming out. Yeah. Which I was like, wow, that's incre- impressive. So the first one is Gears Pop. Uh, it's a mobile game. The The pop part is the for the, the Funko that makes those vinyl pop characters. So the game, the characters even look like those Funko vinyl yeah, pop characters. Heads, yeah. It looks like it's it was like humorous, you know, what they showed us. So I think this is going to be a cute, probably a pretty fun game to play on mobile. Um, like a casual play game. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, Gears Tactics, which is like a XCOM style of game. Uh, looks like an RTS style, but it's PC only, which yeah, I Windows found 10. weird. What do you think of that, Rob? PC only. So I, you know, I was surprised at both of these that they were in the Microsoft E3, which is primarily Xbox focused. But I guess it really doesn't need to be. We just are used to that. And but it makes sense. It's a Microsoft Studio. They're releasing it. They they want it to you know to get the publicity. Yeah. And um, you know it's cool to have more Gears content. That's for sure. Um, and then they showed off. Gears of Gears Five, which I wrote Gears Five, and I'm like, oh, I know it's Gears of War Five. But then when I rewatched it, they called it Gears Five. It, it was listed on their show as Gears Five, not Gears of War Five, which I thought was interesting. Um, so I don't why, know if why. Like, you think it's something different? No, no. But the game is Gears of War, right? And it's been Gears of War 1, 2, 3, Gears of War Judgment, Gears of War 4. Their title said Gears 5. Yeah, you're right. So they've dropped the Of War, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> Not that it matters. It's a continuation of Gears of War 4. Right. Um, and, and, you know, Kate is the main storyline. It was weird because, like, JD was in there. And I didn't even know it was JD. I was like, who is this guy? And then I... Then she said later, "Why did what did JD tell you?" Or she said his name was JD. I was like, "That's JD. What the heck happened? Like he didn't even look the same from what I remember." So I'm I I can't wait for Gears Five. The game looks phenomenal. It was probably the one of the best looking games in in the Microsoft show. It, it looked freaking great. Um, and that's coming out 2019, and Xbox Game Pass, baby. Yeah. So it, it it will not cost me 60 bucks. So um and then they talked about next consoles being worked on. Uh they just briefly basically just said, "Yeah, we're working on the next gen of consoles." And um left it at that. And and it you know, they didn't show anything. He just basically said, "And you know, we're going to keep keep at it, making the best possible stuff." So more more Xbox One is not the end of the road for the consoles. And then it was interesting. I don't know if you caught this. Phil Spencer was saying, you know, have a great E3. And, and as, he, as he was signing off, the Microsoft Xbox conference got hacked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? That was like, 
That was the cool. coolest segue that they've ever done. Yes. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was like all of a sudden as he's trying to sign up, the lights start flashing and it's like, gzz, 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 and he's looking around like, screens, what's going on? Yeah. He, even Phil was all like, the screens. Yeah. Everything got the, taken over. The, all yeah. the green went to red. And, um, and then you saw this like, you know, almost like a DOS screen coming up and someone's typing in and, launching a, a a video and it was uh cyberpunk 2077 uh and these guys are from cd project red and uh rob i you know i heard that i've heard of this game before and you know when the word punk's in it i typically have no interest right i was floored by this by what they showed off and i can I and now it's been confirmed. Uh, I think it was today. This is going to be a first-person RPG, so it will not be third-person like The Witcher Three. This will be a first-person game, um, and it is an RPG. But I really can't wait to see more. I want to see what this game is going to be like. This just shot to the top of my radar. It was something oh, I had yeah. no. I I never played Witcher. I've never, I don't think I've ever played anything from these guys, and this, the trailer. And I know it's just, and you know, in engine, cutscenes. But wow, it looked cool. <laughs> What'd you think? So I mean, it looked amazing. It, like I, I mentioned in the prior episode, it really reminded me like of a, uh, of a Luke Besson game, like fifth i mean movie like fifth element you know what i'm talking about with chris tucker yep. bruce willis yep. and such it, it had very much like that kind of vibe to it and yeah. and, and I, I love those movies they're yeah. just amazing and one thing that um that i i noticed and i just got reminded of this was that when that system got hacked right uh-huh when it got hacked you know, you, you went like, uh, you know, change. It was a DOS screen, like amber, green screen, whatever. And, uh, you know, change the directory and it ran an executable and then it flashed all this stuff on the screen. That looks like they're the Microsoft codes. They if work. you look at it, like, yeah, if you look at it, right, like on YouTube or something like that, it it's like five groups of five characters. Yeah. And I was just thinking of just trying to see if I could redeem one of them. <laughs> to, I can tell you, you know, they're already gone. Yeah, that's they were codes for the Witcher three. Oh, they were? They were. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> those were codes. The people that caught that and put those codes in got free copies of the Witcher Three. <laughs> oh wow. Isn't that like I mean that whole that whole thing was just so super cool. <laughs> The hacking, yeah. they they gave away, they had flash free codes for games on there. It, you know, it, it's just like, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it looks like there was a lot of them too. So, but, but uh, yeah, that, that was so well done. And then it segued into the actual game. The visuals look great. And, you know, talking about the city and yeah, what happens. Very cinematic very cinematic looked awesome i can't wait to see more on this game i want to see what the gameplay is actually going to look like uh you know stuff like that so 
I was kind of wondering if it was going to be sort of like, uh, what was that one? What's that one game where you're like hacking the cameras? There's two of watchdogs. Oh, okay. Uh, I was kind of wondering, is is it going to have like a watchdogs vibe to it? At I don't all? know. But, yeah. But I'm definitely going to, I'm definitely keeping my eye out for it now. Oh, heck yeah. It'd be great if they buy them <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes in game pass. That's what we'll probably wind up doing now. If you're a game pass member, you're just going, going to be hoping that Microsoft buys all your favorite studios. Exactly. <laughs> so, stuff I, goes in the game pass. I, yeah. No, I, it's like buy insomniac, buy insomniac sunset overdrive too. <laughs> yeah. That's my next wish. Sunset overdrive too. <laughs> but, all right, that's all I've got. Do you have anything else for me? Uh, for I can't talk about the Microsoft conference without talking about Ori. Oh, okay. Uh, there's that new Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yeah, blind. Uh, yeah, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yeah, it's not okay. the Blind Forest. That was the first one. But this game looks amazing. Uh, if you've never played Ori. Um, uh, in the past definitely check it out it's an awesome game it's not easy it's not impossible either yeah. but it's so well done uh, it's a very you know charming game with great graphics and this new one that's coming out looks like it just takes that recipe for a great game and it just elevates it it's got a new mix looks like a little owl is somehow in there as well and um you know, it looks like it's got some new moves and such, and it looks great. I'm really excited for this one. Uh, for me, Ori's a kind of like a must-have right now. Insta-buy, let's call it that. And yeah, but you won't and, need to buy it. And they're not it. expensive. And they're what? It's an Xbox Game Pass. Oh, there you go. So it's. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure that one is, because that's an exclusive for Xbox. Um, yeah, but I thought it was done by like an indie developer. That because it was up. like some, it was some studio where it was just like a hand. I remember, like the big buzz when it released was, it was done by a studio where they were scattered around the world and everybody, you know, used, you know, online collaboration tools to do everything. You know, like the composer was in Europe and you know somebody else was in the U.S. and. You know, they basically worked with people around the globe to make it happen. And it wasn't a very large team either, from what I recall. But uh, they, they worked some magic. Okay, looks like that's not Game Pass. 4K Ultra HD, HDR, Xbox One X Enhanced, and Xbox Play Anywhere. Who's the developer? I guess there's another one they need to get. <laughs> yeah, and and when you when you play the original one... Like the first, I don't know, five, ten minutes of the game, it's some deep stuff in there. I mean... Moon Studios. Yeah. Okay, so you'll have yeah, so, to buy so, that one, Rob. So you've never played this one, Mark? No. No? Nope. I've heard it's really hard. So. I mean, it's difficult. I mean... Oh, then that counts me out. Well, <laughs> it's... The whole game isn't difficult. There are... A couple of spots where, um, you know, I had to replay it maybe like 
10, 15 times because you just it's like a timing thing to get through certain areas. And but the whole game isn't like that. I don't think it's anything like a cuphead. Okay. But um Yeah, maybe, oh, like if you're and Cuphead got DLC announced. Yeah, yeah. That was another thing. Yeah, that, so Yeah, if if um if you're at least even a little bit curious about Ori or you just want to give it a chance, I think that they have like the first ten or fifteen minutes of gameplay posted because uh, I remember watching it previously just watch that and there's like this little story that happens in the first like five ten minutes it's it's pretty deep I mean <laughs> I'll, that's all I'm gonna say Mark de- definitely check it out find uh, it, I'll set I'll find it I'll, I'll give you the link and you watch this thing and you're like man you know I, I just don't want to spoil it okay for anybody that's played it, you I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, I don't know, either either it'll send you to to buy the game or it'll send you to your tissue box or both of them. I don't I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll see how hardened you are. Okay. Or if you're a softy, if you watch us. We'll see. I'm, yeah. I'm looking it up now just to see what the cost is. Yeah, I, I want to say that the game was only like. 20 bucks so it's not very expensive well they got a big sale going on maybe it's on sale ori and the blind forest definitive edition is only 10 bucks yeah for 10 bucks it's it's worth it because we've paid six times more for a lot worse games (laughs) that's for sure all right better be good it's downloading (laughs) awesome oh wow (laughs) Um, oops, I think I found, oh, that's funny. Hold on. Okay. Holding. So, real quick, before we sign off, a couple other items that did come across that I noticed. So, Rockstar, um, there's some Rockstar games that are now Xbox One backwards compatible. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, Midnight Club Los Angeles, and Rockstar Games Presents Table Tennis. So, those are available. Um overkills the walking dead game this was i think we talked about this a while back there was a really cool trailer this got a release date of november 6th in north america north and south america november 8th in the rest of the world pre-orders will begin june 12th which is today so that's the overkills the walking dead game what year this year 2018 this year year. hey just making sure um i'm just trying to find a lot of this Stuff like uh, Dead or Alive 6 was announced, uh, planned for yeah. early 2019. This will be coming to Xbox One. Um, so that is, again, Dead or Alive. Uh, the, uh, let me, trying to go through this inbox. I got so many things. Um, you know who J.J. Abrams is, right, Rob? Yeah, yeah. Um, he, uh, I think, owns Bad Robot. Yes. Um, they are now... So J.J. Abrams and Bad Robot are expanding into the gaming realm with the launch of a new oh, wow. video game development division called Bad Robot Games. Okay. So, um, that's I wonder if it's cool. to you know, bring gaming content to the movies and TV shows that they do. Yeah, they do. I like Bad Robot. Uh, the stuff that they do, which is always J.J. Abrams stuff, it's, it's excellent. So... 
I'm like, like a game studio do, by them. Sweet. <laughs> like, didn't he do like the Star Trek movies? Um, he did the first two like, out of the Lost. last three. He did Lost. Alias. He did Alias. He did Super Eight, which is probably the only movie he he did that I didn't like. Um, but he's done a didn't, a lot of stuff. A did Fringe. They do Cloverfield. Oh, Fringe was good. Fringe was awesome. TV show. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember if he was Cloverfield. But uh, but anyways, um, there's that one, and a couple other things I wanted to mention. Where Hitman Two has been a fully uh, has been um, announced, and if you pre-order it, I guess you can get a sniper mission. I think it I think it's a mobile thing, like before they did that once before. But Hitman Two uh, is is coming. That it was has been announced, and. I think that's about all I wanted to mention. Um, oh, open world. There's an open world action game called Generation Zero that's coming soon to the Xbox One. This actually looked good. Um, this one was very interesting, and so we're going to keep our eyes on this, and we'll talk about it more later. But uh, Generation Zero was looks like almost kind of reminded me of Horizon Zero Dawn with like the robot animal type of thing, but okay. it looks like a very different type of game. Uh, so I don't think they're copying that, but uh, we'll talk more about this game in the future, but it looked really good. And that was on the montage for the ID at Xbox that was in there. And uh, yeah, that's it for today. That's it. We'll save some of this other stuff for our bonus show. Yeah. Oh, and uh, they also had Tunic, which is... Uh... An interesting, cutesy little looking game. It looks like almost like a Zelda clone, like the old school Zeldas before they went into like the 3D, uh-huh. you know, first person, third person, whatever <laughs> gaming uh, environment. So, uh, you know, the graphics look great on it. And uh, I'm really curious to see if this one delivers because I, I loved playing Zelda A Link to the Past and, yeah. and those style games, you know, before the 3D. <laughs> uh, before the 3d jump back when they were good and, yeah or <laughs> they were original the the original way and um you know i'm curious to see if it's going to deliver you know because i'm always looking for those like unusual games you know that really you know have some like awesome like gaming quality to them you know kind of like uh oh, what was the one with the marker uh max and the curse of the brotherhood oh yeah you know like those those like games from those like smaller studios that yep. just come up out of nowhere and and they're awesome you know they're they're great games they they deliver fun yeah and it'd be cool if, if that comes out and i was really hoping to see more of war groove i really expected them to show a bunch although i I want to say now that they did show like a little clip because I thought they did like a roll of like indie games that are coming. So Wargroove is like a modern take on uh, there was a game called Advance Wars out on the Nintendo systems years ago. Right. I'm talking like the Game Boy Advance and uh, I don't even know what other platform I had it on because I remember playing it on a couple different platforms. But it was awesome. It's turn-based. 
the graphics are really simple, you know, just like one side attacks the other and, and vice versa. And then whoever's left survives to move on. But, you know, it was uh, tactical and it was a lot of fun. And it looks like they're going to bring that over to the Xbox and maintain some of that. It's not really pixel art, but like that old style art that uh, fans of Advance Wars and similar games that are, you know, that we're used to. So, you know, hoping that comes out soon. Cool. Gotta, I got to add that Ori to a, my game group. Oh, so you see it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was thinking of these game groups, you know, we talked about them a couple episodes ago. And, um, like in my house, when I buy food, I sometimes, you know, put things in the cupboards, you know, yeah. you know, whether it's down low or up high. And then you look at it like weeks later and you're like, wow, this thing's expired already because <laughs> you put yeah. it in there and you forget about it. <laughs> so having that game group or the pins is like putting the game on the counter oh, yep. so you see it so you can play it. I got a, a Vermintide beta here. I'm like, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I better do the same thing. I'm going to put that in yeah. the group so I'll see it. <laughs> so. so. All right. Oh, that's that's all for me. All right. So we'll we'll be back again next week with our regular scheduled program. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in uh, this week. And hopefully you got any comments or thoughts about the stuff that we said. If you think we're wrong, you can certainly try to call in and send us a voicemail or an email and tell us what we did wrong or how we're wrong but just know we're not wrong but we welcome your comments anyways <laughs> yes all right now thank you guys uh, we appreciate it again if you uh i do want to pimp uh, patreon for those that uh would like to get our bonus shows which we are are we've got two out there so far so um i don't know if we'll get one this week due to e3 and everything that's gone on but we're planning to do weekly bonus shows as well so just become a patron and uh, you can get access to that. All right. I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. And I'm Rob, also known as Priestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>